0: Hey, welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. I am your host, Hal Elrod. And uh, on today's episode, we're gonna talk about your personal brand, how to develop it, how to establish it, how to clarify it, and specifically six questions that will clarify your personal brand by simply asking and answering those questions. And you're gonna get those questions asked, explained, and then you'll be able to answer them during today's podcast episode. And the personal brand, if you're kind of like, what does that mean we're gonna define that early on and you'll see how it relates or how it's relevant to you no matter what you do for a living or what you don't do for a living, right? You're gonna see how it really applies to all of us and how we are perceived by those who know us. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanna thank our sponsor Organifi. And if you're listening to the podcast for a while now, you know that Organifi is the company that brings this show to you each and every month. And Organifi makes some of the best most nutritious, most authentic. When I say authentic, I mean food-based supplements, health and nutrition supplements, not synthetic chemicals like most of the companies out there that you buy off the shelf, that you buy at Amazon, et cetera. So Organifi makes whole food-based supplements that I take every day and I have for many, many years. So if you want to improve your health, your energy, your fitness, your immunity, you want to lose weight, you want to put on muscle, whatever it is, Organifi has great products to help you do that. Head over to Organifi.com forward slash HAL. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash HAL. And if you find something that you love, be sure to use the discount code at checkout, HAL, H-A-L, keep it simple, H-A-L, and you'll get 15% off your entire order. All right. That brings me to today's podcast guest, Rory Vaden. This is his second time on the podcast. His first time was, gosh, probably more than a year ago, talking about his book, Procrastinate on Purpose, back then. Well, Rory's the New York Times bestselling author of not only Procrastinate on Purpose, which is a great book, but his first was Take the Stairs. And Rory's insights have been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes, CNN, Entrepreneur, Inc. Magazine, on Fox News, national television, and several other major media outlets. And as a world-renowned speaker, and I've seen him live, I've sat, you'll hear me talk about that today. I, I sat in the audience, I was blown away at how effective he is at communicating value to people in a way that's relevant, that's entertaining, that's actionable. And his TEDx talk has been viewed over 3 million times. He's a two-times world champion of public speaking finalist has been called one of the top 100 speakers in the world by Inc. Magazine and was recently inducted into the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame. And he is the co-founder of Brand Builders Group where he teaches mission-driven messengers, is that you? Mission-driven messengers and heart-led leaders to build more meaningful influence, impact, and income through character-driven personal development training and tactical personal branding Strategies. Rory is fantastic. I think you're about to find that out. If you didn't hear our last episode, our last conversation, I think this one's even better. He's going to give you six questions that clarify your personal brand. So without further ado, my good friend, Mr. Rory Vaden. Rory Vaden, long time no talk, buddy.
1: My brother, it's good to be here. You know, I was on this show or the beginning of this show like years ago when you were like just doing the Facebook group and stuff. And I don't think I've been on since. It's
0: been years. Yeah. No, I don't know why, because I remember having you on. I was like the Rory Vaden. You were like a celebrity to me back then. And now you're still a celebrity, but you're also a friend. So it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, man. I'm very proud of you and your community and what you guys are doing. It's just it's just really awesome. So thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And I think that today's topic is going to be relevant for most, if not all of our listeners. And it's one that honestly, I don't know that I've ever had anybody on the podcast to talk about this. We did have, I'm sure you know, Chris Ducker. We had Chris Ducker out at our live event a few years ago, and he talked about personal branding. And uh, it was one of my favorite messages. And I've heard you, in fact, I should mention this, um, the last time we saw each other was Las Vegas. And uh, we were both speaking at the same event. In fact, it was February, 2020, the last <laughs> speech that you or I gave in person on a stage before COVID hit and shut that whole thing down. Yep. Have you spoken since then, by the way? Have you done some live stuff? I think I had one or two and I've done
1: somewhere I've traveled, but just to go to like a studio, to broadcast from a studio, not like,
0: not but like- that
1: was, I don't know, there was maybe a thousand people or that was yeah. a bigger one. I yeah. haven't had any like that since
0: then. So I got back this weekend. I spoke to 500 people in Salt Lake City and uh, Sam Taggart called me and said, Hey, you know, we can't afford your full fee, but we'd really love for you to come. It's going to be in person. And I go, I go, wait, this is, so this is in person. So I get to get on a stage, not a zoom room. And he goes, yeah. Humans in the audience, humans. Yeah. Humans in the audience. I said, I would pay you. I go, I know that's not a good negotiating (laughs) tactic, but whatever you can afford, I'm in. I'm like, you know, it was special to get up back on stage and yeah, it was fun. That's funny. So your expertise is branding, right? Like, I mean, deep. And when I saw you talk at that event, my son was with me and I was just, you know, I would, I was like, he is good. And I think I was even texting our mutual friend, John Rule. And I was like, hey, I'm watching Rory right now. Rory, you're so good at communicating and I'm setting you up for, you know, you better deliver here. A high, but, a high bar to undershoot. Yeah, but it's yes. one of those where, you know, and you may have this where the speaker, you see someone speak sometimes and you feel like, man, I have a lot of improvement to do, right? There's like an element of like insecurity, <laughs> like they are good. I thought I knew what I was doing, but man, they're good. And so I was blown away by your content and that's what I want to talk about today. And so personal branding, it's a topic, like I said, I don't think it's talked about a lot. It is in certain circles, but from our audience, it's probably going to be new for a lot of people. So I wanted to just start by asking for a definition from you. Like how do you define a personal brand and why does it matter? So here's the thing. Personal branding, I agree, is sort of like a term that some people identify
1: with and some people don't. But one of the reasons that we got into this business is because if I said, Hal, is your reputation important? Does your reputation matter? Every single one of us would say, absolutely. No doubt about it. Like Reputation is what it's all about like getting promoted, getting, you know, you know, building influence, how you lead, how who buys from you, who you can you know, buy and sell to, et cetera, et cetera. So to me, personal branding is simply the digitization of reputation. It is the concept of reputation, which has been around for you know decades, and just you know, with the immersion of of all the social media tools in the world, you know, the internet and all this stuff. That now your reputation is measured online, um, whether you like it or not. I'm not saying I like it, right? Like I don't, I'm not even saying that I'm a fan of this. I'm just saying this is how it is. Yeah. And we know that you know the world of influence, which is truly what I would consider my expertise in, is this is really the psychology of influence. I've spent my career studying, you know, influencing yourself, which was my first book, Take the Stairs and also my TED Talk, How to Multiply Time, then influencing another person, which I would call sales, which is what our our first eight-figure company was that we sold, was all sales training. Influencing a group of people, which is leadership, and then influencing a community of people, which is what I would call personal branding. So it's just the digitization of reputation. And then um, I would also probably add the monetization
0: of reputation.
1: Um, So it's really just those components. So it's it's really that simple.
0: Yeah. I'll echo or just kind of share my, the way I see what you're saying or expanding on it is if you're listening to this right now, your personal brand is, I would define it as how people view you, right? And so whether you're an influencer, you're on Twitter and you're on Instagram and you've got a social media channels that you're optimizing and you have followers and fans, right? That's what I think, at least for me, That's usually where I think of someone's personal brand, somebody that is like an individual influencer with a bunch of followers. That's how I think of it. But what I wanna, I wanna expand on that for people listening. If you work at a company, right? You have a personal brand. It's how you're viewed by everyone at your company, how you're viewed by your boss. And if you wanna advance in that company, then focusing on and optimizing your personal brand, I believe is arguably the single most important thing that you can do. And then to take it even further on a personal level, right? Your personal brand, like I live in a neighborhood with three other families, right? I have a personal brand within the neighborhood. And so for me, I think I really want people to consider that personal branding is it's just how you are perceived by those around you. And obviously that matters, you know, unless you're going to say, I don't care what people think of me and screw people, which I don't think that's going to get us very far. So caring about your personal brand, I think is really important. What would you say? We would
1: find a brand as a brand is what people think of when they think of you. Like even a company brand, right? Sure. Do you think of when you think of Tesla or Nike? Personal brand, same is exactly what you're saying. What do people think of when they think of you? And that, whether we like it or not, whether we want it to be that way or not, that is how it is. Right. All of us have a reputation, and what we've realized is reputation precedes revenue. Hmm. The stronger your reputation, the more well-known you are, the more trusted you are, right? This is a conversation about trust, about authority, about credibility. The stronger that reputation is, the more that revenue follows. Revenue shows up, income shows up, income follows because this reputation is just a measure of influence. Not being an influencer, like from the standpoint of like, hey, I, you know, I show pictures of my family and stuff necessarily. We work with some of those people, but it's really just like being a person of influence in whatever matters to you in your life.
0: Yeah, and that way it is universal, I think, for everybody. What do you see as the biggest problem that people face in building their influence and growing their personal brand?
1: Yeah, so the problem is noise. The problem is Mm -hmm. there are so many people, so many options, so many others to learn from. And if you you know if you just look at the marketplace, uh, one of the one of the illustrations that we use is a a framework that we call Sheehan's Wall, which uh, we named after one of my colleagues, Peter Sheehan. Huh. And if you just think of this as there's basically two groups of people in the world, how, as it relates to any industry or any company, um, there are people who are unknown, they're on one side of the wall, and then and then there are those that are known. They are the trusted experts, the authorities, the influencers, if you will. And in between is this invisible wall called what we call Sheehan's wall. And when most of us try to make a conscious decision to build our personal brand, we hear about, like, we we immediately start with going, well, I have all of these different things I want to talk about, like on social media, as an example. Or if you're an author, right? I I want to write a book and there's like a hundred things I want to say. And then a lot of times we we got to be doing a hundred different marketing things, right? Like, oh, you got to have a podcast. You got to write a book. You got to be a speaker. You got to be on social media and YouTube and blah, 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 blah. And then you hear about all these different business models. Like, oh, I should try to get, you know, promoted in my current job. Or, uh, hey, I should start a, a side hustle or a direct sales business or my own online company or sell courses or membership sites. And what happens is incredible di- di- distraction and dilution. And the problem is, that when you have diluted focus, you get diluted results. For all of us, as we are diluted in our messaging, our positioning, and in being clear about who we are in the world and what we do and what our place is, we literally, not only can we not break away from the noise, we are the noise. Mm. We bounce off the wall and we are the ones creating noise. And it's kind of like... um the key to breaking through Sheehan's wall is to become the expert or to become known for one single thing. The irony is that the way that you separate from the crowd is to only be known for one thing. And by being known, by narrowing your focus on that one thing, you break through the wall being known for that one thing. And then once you're on the other side of the wall, you can expand into Mm -hmm. all sorts of stuff. And there's so many examples of this, right? Like Gary Vaynerchuk is one of my favorite examples. The guy really literally talks about everything today, like (laughs) entrepreneurship and money and leadership. But in the beginning, he talked about one thing, wine, on one platform, YouTube. In the beginning, Amazon sold one product, books. They sold one thing for years. Now they literally sell everything because they've broken through the wall. Dave Ramsey talks about one problem, debt. Brene Brown talks about one problem, shame. Like this is how you break through the wall is to become known for one thing. And that is an incredible discipline that a lot of people struggle with and they need help. And that's, you know, that's kind of what we, what we saw the need was to help people figure out what should be their, their one thing to be known for.
0: Well, and I resonate with that so much because for me, it was the morning, right? (laughs) You know, it was the morning and then now I talk about different things, write different books, you know, but that was, I think that one thing that, you know, I think goes along with what you said, the noise, is for me, when I published The Miracle Morning, I decided I'm committed to changing 1 million lives one morning at a time, which meant I will keep sharing this book with everyone I can, every possible way that I can, until I've impacted a million people's lives. And yep. I tried to do it in one year and it took six, right? But eventually then, you know, being able to break through that wall. And that's the first time I've heard you explain that concept. And that's brilliant. Yeah, I think that for anybody listening, you've got to break through the wall, get known for that one thing. And then once you're known, that becomes your personal brand, right? Now it's, oh yeah, you're the guy or you're the girl that does that thing that is known for that thing, that teaches on that thing. Awesome. What else do you know? What else do you teach on? Oh, right. And when they love you for that one thing, when you penetrate deep and not so wide, then it's, they love you. You know, they loved you for that one thing, but they love you. And now you've got a personal brand that transcends that one thing. I love that. I love that. And I think that yeah, that's like one of the biggest Oprah, mistakes.
1: Oprah can talk about anything
0: because yeah. she's Oprah.
1: Tony no. Robbins can have a course on relationships and one on money and one business on personal and, yeah, breakthrough yeah. and one on business. Because he's Tony Robbins. Like at that point, they're not hiring you for what you know, they're hiring you for who you are. And that is what happens when you break through the wall. But the way to get there is to become known for that real one thing. Yeah. But the question then is, how do you find your one thing? So how do you find your one thing? Well, (laughs) yeah. Well, (laughs) so it's interesting because I would actually share that the best piece of personal branding advice that I've ever received came from a guy named Larry Wingett um this is not a Rory Vaden quote i wish it was but what larry said was the goal is to find your uniqueness yeah so that you can exploit it in the service of others find your uniqueness and then exploit it in the service of others hmm. that changed my life interestingly enough larry was never really in the business of teaching people how to do that he was just a very successful speaker and he was sharing like this is part of the thing so what we developed was a process, um, something that we call the brand DNA helix of the six questions that anybody can answer. And basically what you do, Hal, is you just, you brainstorm the answers to each of these six questions. And then we look for, like we train our strategists to look for what we call thematic overlap. So we do one-on-one personal brand coaching. Like that's what we do. And so when we teach our strategists We say we're looking for the consistencies, the overlap, the congruence of the answers to these six questions. And wherever that intersection lives, that is where the uniqueness lies. But the six questions are super simple. You just gotta, you just gotta do the work of going through them. Can you walk us through the six parts, the six questions? Yeah, totally. So the very first question, which to me is the genesis of where a personal, of personal branding is one question that should be able to be answered in one word. Okay. But almost nobody can actually do this. You have to answer the question, what problem do I solve? Mm. What problem do you solve in one word? People spend money on solving problems more yeah. than they do on buying luxuries. Like we think of money as like, I want a nice car or a house or a vacation. But in reality, we may never buy those things. But if our kid gets sick, we come up with the money. If we have a flat tire, we find the money. If the water heater breaks, we find the money. People will spend money quickly to solve problems. So when you look at marketing in general, whether it's marketing a company or marketing an an individual, which we don't work with companies, we only work with individuals Hmm. um, at Brand Builders Group. But you have to be able to, to, to clearly position and communicate to your audience what are you the go-to person on? What problem do you solve? Um, and most people can't do it, but- you now, know, Give me like an I example of how
0: you answer that in one sentence. Because for me, I'm struggling to answer it in one, or one, sorry, one word. One word, yeah. I so, struggle with uh, one sentence. So one word, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, so one word, I'll give you an example. So the Take the Stairs book, okay, that book, is about solving the problem of procrastination. Mm. That was what that book is all about. Yeah. Now, we introduced some other terms like creative avoidance and priority dilution. These are terms that I coined in the book. Yeah. But procrastination is the problem that I solved that I broke through the wall with with my first book on Take the Stairs. Dave Ramsey would be dead. You know, I used Brene Brown. She would be shame. She has spent her entire career studying the issue of shame. You know Simon Sinek. I was probably purpose. You've got like Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins isn't a client of ours, but I would guess that it is anxiety, right? So mm, nah. she helps and she talks a lot about overcoming anxiety and the five second rule is like how to like deal with this. There's so many examples. Like um, there is a book called um, Essentialism, right, by Greg McEwen. That book sells you know, thousands of copies every single week. And it's like the whole message is less but better, right? So complexity is like the problem. Essentialism mm. is what we would call the uniqueness. Uh, John Gordon is a, a mutual f- friend that we have, a really close friend of mine. Um, he wrote The Energy Bus. It is one of the top 10 Wall Street Journal best-selling books almost every week, has been for years. Wow. John's entire personal brand is all about solving the problem of negativity. His is so simple. Everything he does, the power of a positive team, the power of positive leadership, positive university, like everything he does is about positivity and negativity. And it's not that they have to be unique in the sense that nobody else does it. It is unique in terms of the way that you do it. And it's more about going, this is the problem that I am going to own, that I am going to solve for the world. So with Brand Builders Group, the problem we solve now is obscurity which is to be unclear, untrusted, or unknown. Basically, to be absorbed by the noise. And we're helping people break through that. Lewis Howes is someone that we worked with. Um, Lewis was our very first client at Brand Builders Group. Oh, nice. So, Lewis was a rolling stone long before us. So, you know, he's not really someone that we can take much credit for. He gives us a lot of credit, though, on his show and stuff. Because when when we started working with Lewis in 2018, um, his podcast had about 30 million total downloads. And so I think he started in 2010. So it took like eight years to get to 30 million. Well, we helped Lewis get crystal clear on the fact that the problem his personal brand addresses is self-doubt. And that that is what he struggled with as a kid. That is, you know, he was made fun of, he was awkward. And self-doubt is what he's passionate about. Well, he's gone from 30 million downloads to 200 million downloads in two years. Wow. Now, he's got a lot of things going far beyond the stuff that we're doing. But that is an example of the kind of stuff that happens when you have this precision level of clarity about what problem you solve. Because the way that you get people to buy or transact or promote you is when you are clear about the problem, then, then you become the go-to source that everybody needs when that thing shows up. And that helps tremendously. But if you don't know what problem you solve, there is no way the world around you ever will.
0: So that's the first question. Okay. Got it. I don't know if there's any of the other questions that you want to go in, or I have a question around, like, I'm trying to think of personal branding through the lens of, you know, how I understand it and how I've kind of seen it work in my life. And I guess for me, when I think what makes a strong personal brand, a few words come to mind and one is authenticity, right? Just being unabashedly, hey, this is who I am, right? And that to me is how you're not vanilla, right? You're not that, well, I'm gonna try to please everyone, which is really a watered down brand versus, hey, this is who I am, right? This is me, my faults, my strengths, this is all of it, right? I think that's been really powerful as I've observed it. Another one is values to me, when you're really clear on your values and you live in alignment with your values, you attract people who aspire to those values, right? Whether they are integrity or discipline or motivation, there's a certain aspiration, I think, of people who I admire. I go, wow, I want to be more like them. I wish I had more of that blank, whatever that value is that they're able to hold true to. So I I guess I'm curious along the authenticity People living along with their values. Is there any of that that you see in terms of how it relates to branding? And if someone's watching this, listening to this, and they are, whether they're an employee or an online influencer or whatever, an entrepreneur, how they can apply those aspects or others to really looking at, okay, I want to start building my brand and here's what I need to focus on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's really the entire conversation is what is your uniqueness? Now, when we said the first question is what problem you solve, the second question is what am I passionate about? Mm. And these are reconciling or corroborating questions, right? Because the list of problems you could solve for people could be vast. A great example is my undergrad was accounting. I happen to be really good at spreadsheets, <laughs> right? Like I know a lot about spreadsheets. I could build a personal brand around spreadsheets. That's a, you know, that's that's a problem I could solve for people. The issue is that I'm not passionate about it. So while it checks off the first question, it doesn't pass the second question Mm. of what am I passionate about? So what we do is the second question in the brand DNA helix is let's take an inventory of all of the things that fire you up, all of the things that get you motivated, but not just the sunshine and rainbows. We also look how at what are the things that piss you off? What are the things that make you mad? Mm. What makes you angry? As well as, what breaks your heart hmm. what makes you sad like what makes you cry what is the thing when you see in the wor- you, when you see it in the world you go that should not be so because whatever those things are those are hints to your uniqueness so the passion question is a huge part of this now questions 1 and 2 kind of deal with like you know what do you want your personal brand to be about Questions three and four address the issue of what should your personal brand be about? Because, um, the third question is, what do I research? Meaning, what do I have head knowledge of? What have I studied? What do I, what have I learned a lot about? Not, it could be what you went to school for, but it's, it's more of what would you spend a Saturday afternoon learning about if you weren't being paid to do it? Right. Whatever you're drawn to studying that is also a hint towards someone's uniqueness. Now, the fourth question is, instead of what do I research, it's what do I have results in? Mm. So this isn't about head knowledge or education. This one's about experience. What have you actually freaking done? What have you lived through? As we like to tell people, you are always most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Mm. You're most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. And so those four questions all sort of address the issue of who are you? Who were you born to be? What is on your heart? What have you lived through? What are you called to be? And then questions five and six basically compare, uh, reconcile that with money, which is like, how would I actually make money doing this? But the, the
0: uniqueness is really around questions one through four. Please say that one more time. Well, let me try to say it and then you correct me when I mess it up. You are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. Exactly. That is everything. And I will say this, when I left my sales position with Cutco, I was with Cutco for what, six years. And when I left and I go, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. What in the hell? Like, what am I going to do? All right, what am I qualified to do? And it is interesting because that exact thing came up. I go, well, all I've really done is sell a lot of Cutco. So I am qualified to coach people who have not sold as much Cutco, but would like to. And that's literally, that was my first business. I did that for years, right? Just coaching direct sales reps and just teaching them what I had done. And for me, that's like of everything you've said today, I think that really landed for me that you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person that you once were. And then I look at Miracle Morning, right? Like I used to be, a, you know, somebody that didn't have a morning routine and slept in and started the day in a terrible way and then figured out how to switch that around. Yeah, I mean, I just... I love that. I love that so much.
1: You understand that journey, right? So you can speak to it. And that, you know, that once you get clear on it, the light bulb comes on. I mean, that that's very normal for people to go, oh, yes, like that is it. That is what you got to figure out is who can you help? Like the mistake that people make is making their personal brand all about you. Your personal brand is not about you. Mm. Your personal brand is about the problem you solve in the service of other people. Hmm. right? Like that is how you, the irony of how you grow influence is that you become more useful to other people. You don't become more self-promotional. It's you become
0: more useful. Yeah. I love Zig Ziglar, right? You can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Well, everybody listening, I would go back and listen to this again. If you didn't write all that down, you literally just got that. That's like a $10,000 consulting day with Rory where he would walk you through those six questions and you just got it for free. I would go back and I would go through that and I would identify that. And again, it's applicable if you are a human being, you know, you can apply this to business, but you can apply it to your personal life and it will improve your relationships as much as it will allow you to create an income from your personal brand, right? Roy, this is great, man. If somebody wants to get to know you better, go further with you, where should people go if they want to connect with you or learn more?
1: Yeah, so actually one of the things we do, Hal, is we offer people a free one-on-one Brand strategy call to just get to know them um, and, and see if we can help them and hear their story. So if you go to freebrandcall.com slash Hal elrod. So it's freebrandcall.com slash hell elrod. You can apply for a free call there and you know tell us a little bit about yourself and we will get on the phone and get to know you and hear a little bit about your dreams and your vision and try to help you kind of sort through some of this. And then we'll actually show you our big picture strategy for how do you, what happens after you find your uniqueness and how do you kind of go about deploying it in the world, this messaging. But, so I would just say, go to freebrandcall.com forward slash Hal Elrod. And then the last little thing I would just say, Hal, is that if anyone is listening, if you have a calling on your heart, like if you feel prompted that there's a message that you're supposed to share, I really want to encourage you to follow that and listen to it. And we serve what we call mission-driven messengers. That's our target audience. Not just because we feel like that's who you're created to be, although we do, but we really believe that the calling that you feel on your heart is actually the result of a signal that is being sent out by somebody else. That it's not just about you living into your potential, that it is actually a signal from somebody out there who is in need. There is somebody out there right now who needs answers to questions that you have already figured out. Hmm. There is somebody out there who is trying to solve problems that you have already been through. There is somebody out there right now going through a challenge that you have already walked past. And that person needs you much more then you need them. So if you feel that calling, don't think about yourself. Think about them. There there is no fear when the mission to
0: serve is clear. So think about that person and follow that calling. Well said, Rory. Thank you for the work that you're doing, man. It's made a difference in my life and it, it is for countless people. So I really appreciate you. Always my pleasure, brother. All the best. Until next time, man. Miracle Morning practitioners and members of the Achieve Your Goals community. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah, seriously, go back. Listen to this again. Take notes. Go through those six questions and uh, identify your personal brand because there is someone out there right now that needs you more than you need them. And uh, go out there and serve and let's make a difference in the world. And uh, I'll talk to you all next week.